don't know shit. Hey, welcome back, gang. Check-ins, part two. I had a great time doing uh, part one and uh, checking in with all the buds and, uh, you know, just seeing uh, my friends' faces and uh, saying, hey, what's up? It's a good thing to do, I believe. And in part two here, uh, we're going to check in with uh, Katie O, um, Danny Rebel, uh, Paul Gott, Jackie Sugar Vixen. By the way, check out her episode. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, John Jordan as well, going to pop in on him and, uh, yeah, just say what's up. So, so um, thanks for uh, being here. Uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, help grow the channel. And if you want to help another way, uh, if you want to uh, join the Be A Producer program, the PayPal link is in the description. So uh, let's do this. All right, let's go. Oh, came in, no, no shit. Yeah, I see you. I hear you. You look great. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? How are you? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. By the way, it's cool that said you guys because... Christina said, make sure to give hugs and kisses and send all the love your way. Oh, well, yeah. you have to give her a big hug and scratch Django on the head for me and say hi to Eden as well. I will. <laughs> he, he's, all, he's all tired right now. He, he's like a sleepy dog. It's late for him. It's 10 o'clock at night over here. It's way past the bedtime, especially in quarantine. Come on. <laughs> That's it. What time is it over there right now? It is 9.30 a.m. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> well, good Got a little morning. bit of a time difference. Good morning, good morning. Just having some coffee? Nice, I just had a drink myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be honest, I was wondering about whether or not I should just have like a morning beer and festivities or whatever. Right? Well, maybe I'll how, be a little concerned. How are things over there? Uh, strange, very, very strange. Um, as we talked about in the last, when I was on the show, I've been coming to this island for quite a long time. And I have to say, of all the times I've been here, I don't think I've ever seen the island quite like this. It is really? desolate. It's desolate. It's so quiet. You can walk on the beach and not see another person, which doesn't happen on this island. So very, very wow. quiet. Uh, tensions are a bit high. We've been lucky we haven't had any cases of COVID-19 on Kotao. Uh, and actually the province that I live in is one of the provinces that has recently been uh, upgraded to the yellow zone, which means we haven't had a case in over 14 days. So uh, we're doing all right. Thailand in general is doing okay, but there are definitely measures. Uh, there's curfews. So after 10 p.m. until 4 a.m., we're not allowed to leave the house. Um, you have to wear a face mask when you go out. You won't be served at even the 7-Eleven or little shops if you're not wearing a mask. Uh, distancing procedures, no restaurants or bars, you know, kind of the same deal as back home. Mm -hmm. But that's crazy because like there are some things when you live on an island that do change. I mean, like, like say desolate, right? Nobody's traveling anywhere. It's crazy. Have you guys noticed things like the, like wildlife at all uh, coming out or getting around people more or over there? That's not really a thing. Well, I mean, the island is small, so okay, uh, we do see little critters crawling around a little bit more often, but uh, actually the, the big uh, impressive thing has been the ocean. Um, normally at this time of the year, the weather is very good and we get good visibility and nice calm waters, but it has been so crystal clear. The water has been pristine and we are all wondering, because we're not allowed to go scuba diving right now. So we're all yeah. wondering what the dive sites are looking like because I'm sure the fish are having a party because they're all by themselves. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and there have been uh, sightings of dolphins following boats in the area. So there's, there's been some wildlife coming back that uh, 
maybe is a little bit shyer on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But that's crazy. I mean, like, as far as like industry or the like, people needing money and stuff like that, is there any support or anything for the people over there? Like, I mean, like, I, I don't know what percentage of the uh, revenue comes from. High, I imagine. A lot of it. Um, so all over Thailand, there, there, there's a lot of struggle right now because of the lack of tourism. I mean, a lot of people work in this country on the basis of tourism. So, for example, there are workers from Burma uh, who come over here to work in resorts and restaurants and things like that. And right now at the Burmese border, there are thousands and thousands of people just waiting to cross the river to go back home and be with their families. But the because they have no jobs anymore because the tourists right. are here. So they need to go back home, but the border is shut, so they're not allowed. Um, and then on the other side of things, for foreigners like myself, who have a permit and a visa in order to be able to work as a, as a tourist-based worker, well, mm -hmm. we, we don't have any customers. Um, so there's a lot of dive instructors, dive masters, uh, people working in the industry that are fleeing back to their home countries, or people like me who are just basically hunkering down and hoping for the best and hoping that we don't become another statistic that just had to leave the island because of COVID. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, what about like, a, like food and stuff? Is it uh, really accessible for everybody or are people having a hard time getting food? Well, see, the, because we're an island, obviously there are boats that come and bring us things. So the boats right now are not catering to human beings. You're not allowed to actually go unless you have a very good reason to leave or come to the island. Um, so there's no people coming on and off, but there are still boats coming with supplies. So we okay. haven't run out of anything. I mean, my biggest problem was I, I wanted to make burritos one night and I went and tried to buy a can of black beans and there were no black beans on the island. So, <laughs> you know, on the grand scheme of things, there could yeah. be a lot worse. Well, for sure, for sure. Now, are you allowed in the water at all? Like, even if you're not working, like just going in the water or it's totally off limits? So there are rules. Uh, they have been telling us that we are allowed to go snorkeling. Uh, however, we, mean, we need to stay groups of one or two people, two meters apart, uh, not gather, obviously. Um, so thank God it's been my saving grace that at the very least I can either walk down to the beach with the dog or uh, go off and have a little snorkel to say hi to my fish, fish friends. Uh, so it's been keeping me sane. But yeah. um, I mean, uh, it's, it's, snorkeling is not quite the same as actually breathing underwater so. absolutely absolutely yeah. but like are you like are you doing doing okay or are you having a really hard time keeping busy and stuff or motivated well i mean obviously at first when this all happened it was really surreal because it, it goes from sort of your regular life to nothing in seconds so you know like one day i was on the dive boat going out for a fun dive with my friends and i was going to go on the boat the next day and then i got a phone call hey there's no more customers we're canceling the boat oh okay well that happened fast uh and then all right well now we're going to shut the dive center because there's no customers on the app okay well that happened fast all right and then you know more and more news about people having to leave about uh, uncertainty because of visas about all these things it's, it's been really bumpy but obviously for the beginning we were very very conservative I was staying at home I was doing cooking projects I was making bread <laughs> no just kidding I haven't done it um, <laughs> I, I, I have to admit I have I've now moved on to pizza dough but yeah, I'm all over that shit <laughs> See, I've done pizza dough, not going to lie, but... All right, that's cool. Um, yeah, but cooking projects, uh, like I said, little snorkeling trips, dog walks, uh, and also now because I'm not going to have 
my standard income from mm-hmm. teaching scuba diving, I've had to get creative about how I can stay on the island because obviously, I mean, I don't make a million dollars as a diving instructor. I'm yeah. living <laughs> paycheck to paycheck, right? Relatively speaking, maybe not quite paycheck to paycheck, but mm-hmm. you know how it is. So now for the next, uh, cause it's not looking like much is going to happen until 2021 on the Island. So basically yeah. I'm looking at eight months of kind of hankering, sitting tight and hoping for the best. So I'm doing a little bit of work online. I explored the option of teaching English, but unfortunately I never actually finished my bachelor's degree. So I wasn't eligible <laughs> for most of the websites that do this kind of thing. Uh, but I have a friend who, has a company on the other side of Thailand who's been juggling uh, two young children and all of the social media managing for her business. So I'm helping her write blog posts and edit articles and stuff like that. And then actually uh, my aunt's close friend has been a godsend. He has a company back in Canada who uh, actually hasn't really been affected much by COVID. So he's actually offered me um, a remote position. And I mean, it's gonna be cold calling. I'm basically gonna be phoning people up. And it's not gonna be great fun. It's not It's not my desperate choice career, time, but baby. you know Des- what? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. The way I see it right now, I could be sitting in Montreal, close to all of you wonderful people who I miss very much, but sitting in an apartment with a window that looks out onto an alleyway, stuck yeah, in there, man. miserable because I'm far away from the things that I love. Well, at the very least now, the way I have to think about it to keep myself sane, stay positive, is that a lot of people talk about how beautiful it is to be on holiday in hotel. Well, now I get to really experience it for an extended That's it. period of time. Well, so, Katie, I mean, Katie, listen, I'm, I'm so happy to see your face. You look healthy. You look like you're doing well. Reach out to anybody, to any friends, anytime. We're all there for you. And you stay safe, okay? I will, and you too, and everyone out there as well. I miss you guys, and I hope everything is all right over there. Sending all my love. Love you lots, girl. You stay cool, okay? That's seriously, reach <laughs> out if ever there's anything. Take care. We'll Bye-bye. We'll do. Cheers, love. Boom, 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 boom. Yo, yo. Hey. Yo. How hey. you doing? Okay, how's it going with you? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. <laughs> Last time that we... The last, last time I saw you, you left with some pasta sauce. Yes. It was delicious. <laughs> My lady said, ask Paul if he liked the pasta. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was actually thinking about coming over and doing this in person just so that I could get some more pasta sauce. But uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> soon, soon come. Soon come. How you been, man? Good. Thanks. Just uh, uh, you- kind of hanging out, I guess, like everybody else. That's it. Have you been working at all uh, through this stuff? Yeah, actually, I've been working tons. Um, oh, really? Huh? Is, uh, I teach at university, so I was uh, basically had to rejig all my courses to teach online, which weren't wasn't very easy. Uh, and I'm teaching students journalism, so now I had to sort of try and figure out how to get them to do projects and do television when they had no access to equipment and couldn't interview anybody. So it was wow. fun. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm sure for the students too. That must be like like as much for a teacher to adapt. I mean, to like on a drop of a dime have to reinvent how to teach the the you know the material or whatever. But also for the students, right? Is you know they have to learn to receive it this way as well. Yeah, well, it's uh, it kind of worked out. I mean, I'm I'm kind of the I'm the teacher who gives everybody their his home phone number and the right mm-hmm. to phone me seven days a week, uh, six a.m. to midnight. So. At least that way, um, but I, what I ended up doing was basically negotiating with 80 students, uh, which was, you know, kind of intense, but it's <laughs> yeah, over I'm, now. How did the students react to it? I, I'm really curious to know that, actually. 
pretty calmly. I, you know, I think it's just kind of like, okay, don't come to school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stay home for a week and we'll figure out what we're doing, which we kind of did sort of. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, and there was no panic, you know, a lot of them were just like, so do I go home? And it's like, I don't know, because nobody's talking to me. Um, and uh, eventually sort of was like, yeah, go home. We'll figure it out. And uh, we kind of did. Yeah, no, that, that's cool. But when it came to the actually like uh, trying to learn material through this time, I mean, you know, anxiety gets in the way from learning and stuff like that. And then having to learn online, that must have been something to adapt to. Well, I think it was, uh, it kind of worked out that it was the end of the semester. It was like the last three weeks, really. Right. So, right. you know, we were, uh, we were in a groove. It was, I guess when it comes to semesters, you kind of go first, third of the semester is mostly just learning, lecturing, you know, given the basics, the, the middle, you're starting to do more assignments and stuff. And then at the end, it's kind of like mostly assignments. You kind of, you're basically trying to put into practice what you've learned. Um, so we were in that stage and they were kind of, uh, uh, for three of the courses I, I taught, they were like almost at the point of handing in their big final assignment. Um, so it was, uh, it was kind of close on that one. The other one, it was like, it was kind of interesting. The, did a little bit on zoom, but, uh, one thing you discover about zoom is people start zoning out after like eight or nine minutes. Absolutely. Uh, so, um, so you can only do so much there. So it was like, how do I figure out how to teach him what I was going to teach him with documents and stuff. But I, I have, I got my own system as well. So I kind of, uh, I'm a, my little dark puddle of anarchy that wanders through the university and figures out my own stuff anyway. So kind of works. I'm so surprised that you have like, not surprised. I mean, that you have your own system, man. <laughs> I love it. I kind of got my own textbook that I made for journalism. And so that my top 10 lists and I, where I try to be funny all the time. So that's the way yeah. I teach. And I kind of had that all set up. So I just kind of expanded a bit and went from there. Well, at least it'll keep their attention. Like say, like uh, I, I did uh, one podcast using the uh, Zoom and uh, I, I like these little smaller check-ins a bit more. Ex- I, like for that reason, I find it hard after, you know, 40 minutes, 45 minutes or whatever. It's a, uh, you know, it does drain you for sure. Yeah, at least when, when students zone out, when you're in the class, you can spot them. And then I just always wander over to wherever they are zoning out and I just kind of stand there until they notice that I'm standing there and then they zone yeah. again very quickly at that <laughs> point in time but that doesn't work so well on Zoom. You know? <laughs> Absolutely and uh, how, how else have you been keeping yourself busy? I mean as if that's not really enough. Um, well uh, I kind of we've been doing this 40th anniversary of the ripcords thing uh, where I've been putting stuff up every day um, so I'm just getting more complicated with that um putting up more i saw the movies. crosswords yeah that's crazy I'm, I'm enjoying the crosswords <laughs> i'm a crossword fanatic and i i kind of like i do the new york times crossword all the time and right, so right. i'm like okay i kind of had this thing i was i'd been working on a crossword i think for like two years and i'd never kind of got around to finishing it and then i kind of like okay well i got time uh so i finished my first crossword and then like okay i'll do another one and uh, so now i've been doing them like about once every two days and yeah, I think that's super cool. The latest one just went up. It's like all Sex Pistols stuff, and you'll find all their names and stuff in the crossword. And it's kind of like, I think the first ones were very ripcord centric, um, and now they're kind of uh, more just punk centric. So it's kind of like, say, if you went to the New York Times and tried to do their crossword puzzle, except you'd have to have. When you go to the New York Times crossword, you have to like have a knowledge of Italian, and you have to like <laughs> know Shakespeare. And this one, you got to know punk rock. 
You know, yeah, like there's a lot of the standard clues, but there's also a lot of if you know, you know, Black Flag and who's the singer for this band and stuff like that. You know, you can get it, but it's whereas anybody who normally goes to New York Times is probably going, what the? You really got to collect them all, get them all together, and put make one of those little crossword books. You know, people get at the airports <laughs> and stuff like that. A punk rock one, then I bet you anything that'd be the 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 one that sells the most. Punk ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, that's perfect. Well, look, man, you look fantastic as always, and I just wanted it's to the check hair. in. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> just wanted to check in with you, and uh, like I'm doing with all, all our. Uh, basically all the friends of the podcast and stuff like that doing this way, but it's just kind of a reminder to everybody to check in on their people, you know? Oh, Hey, and uh, you know what? The weirdest thing is you know, we had to cancel our tours and everything because we've got the new record coming out, but so we released it online. So it's now on our Bandcamp page. So uh, now oh, our new what? album is out um, sort of and out in a ripcords way where we don't really tell anybody. We just kind of throw it in there and then <laughs> people find it. It's there. And then I uh, got a call from the record pressing plant the other day. It's uh, evidently we're, uh, you know, priority. So uh, it's still in pressing. It should be out in the next couple of weeks. So amazing like mail order and stuff. So we're hoping to sell a thousand records because Frig, that's what we were planning on doing on tour. <laughs> and now there's no tour. So how do we pay for this album? So everybody should right. mail order us. Yeah, where's the best place? Is it Bandcamp, the Ripcords? Uh, yeah, Bandcamp, the Ripcords, or actually just go through our Facebook page. Like I spend my life on Facebook now. It's uh, you know it's what we're where we're putting up all our crap. So all the information will be there. We're gonna sell it for like fifteen bucks and figure out something for. Uh, for I mean, and that's uh, on vinyl. Yep. Yeah, man. Only, only vinyl. So that's it. So everybody, go to the Bandcamp, or not forget that. Go to the Facebook page. <laughs> all right, and uh, yeah, get yourself some vinyls, Paul. Yep. Great seeing you. Hopefully, once they let us out of this little cage, there we'll get together and have a beer. And we can, yep, yeah, and we can even do another. But you never asked me about the two times I got shot by the cops. So, like, we gotta. Like, That's right. I, I do <laughs> want to have you back, and we'll have that beer right here. But beer, <laughs> we'll do beer too. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, you stay cool, brother. Yeah, stay safe, man. Yeah, man. Peace. You. Hi. There she is. Hey, sugar. How's going? I'm doing all right. I really can't complain at all. I mean, I worked a little bit today. I worked a little six hours, came home, did a workout, smoke a spliff, and chill out time, you know? That sounds really nice, actually. Yeah, it's actually, like I said, I really can't complain. I know so many people have it so much harder than I do. Yep, absolutely. And if you're with the ones that you love and you're keeping healthy and you're staying productive and you're just trying to keep that healthy balance of, like, good mental and emotional and spiritual health, and right <laughs> <laughs> and you have you been keeping yourself busy super busy actually i haven't thought like i can't even think of one instance where i like sat down and was like fuck i'm bored like i've actually been really really busy so um i'm also really thankful for that for sure well it's really cool like with um most of our, our friends that i'm doing these check-ins with i don't know there must be some kind of trend with my friends because my friends seem to have all kinds of hobbies and keeping themselves super busy not one person has told me like oh i'm totally bored i'm not doing anything you know what i mean and but i did think it important to check in on all the past guests kind of giving the example how people you know it's a, important to check in on all the people you like because sometimes you know nobody's really reaching out or speaking out it's the quiet ones that you got to watch out for right for sure and also just like this sense of uh community building that i've been seeing a lot in the wake of this pandemic has been really, really heartwarming and really touching to see just like so much community organizing, like even in the Montreal burlesque community, like 
a bunch of people started a GoFundMe fundraiser for people that were solely um, like living off of performing. performing. Right. And uh, this was like when it first first started, right? So like Serb hadn't come out yet. Like, you know, it was really hard to get on EI, like if you're a self-employed or mm -hmm. you're a full-time performer. So just like seeing people take that initiative and just like care about one another within like my respective community, that's always really fucking cool to see that. And uh, just like people supporting each other, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised and happy to say that I've seen more positive experiences the negative you know yeah some people are every once in a while and it's totally normal it's like man i gotta get out you know and that that type of thing but i mean i've seen so many people helping each other out and you know whether it's online and staying in touch that way or even old school phone calls remember back in the day when you actually called somebody without texting them first to say hey is it a good time to call <laughs> yeah uh, sometimes i miss having a landline there's something like kind of i just I don't know. It's got this like majestic quality quality to it because <laughs> it's so unusual to like still have a landline. Right. And then you pull it with the line on and it's all curled and stuff and you play with it in your fingers. And <laughs> <laughs> when I was in like high school, I used to talk on the phone with my friends for hours, you know, like yeah. people oh, for sure. Yeah, it's wild. But it's funny how that time has just been taken over by like, you know, now people will be messenger or on Facebook and doing that. But it seems to be the same type of time spent, you know? Yeah. But also like something that I keep thinking to myself is like, thank God we have the internet right now. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine this like with no electricity no music and everybody can't talk or like I would go absolutely batshit crazy, man. But like, what's also incredible is like, I feel that as people, we have this incredible ability to adapt, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but like in the first second week of the pandemic and having to social isolate, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But now it's just like normal. Even just yeah. like, the thought, like the thought of going out to a bar, I'm like, that seems kind of overwhelming to me. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> like don't get me wrong, like, but I'm sure I would, you know, get right back into the groove of that. It's just like, Things are changing, but I'm getting used to it. So I'm for I'm sure. I was talking. I was talking to my buddy uh, Liam, and I was saying the first week I found it harder than what it is now. You know, it was weird. It's just like the uh, adapting, like you're saying. And uh, I think some people are surprising themselves. Like actually, you know, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And actually, been keep sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say that, like. I feel super lucky because I set up like a, a rehearsal space and I got some like big mirrors from Ikea because I delivered them. So that was really cool. <laughs> Thank you, Ikea. <laughs> exactly. So like, I, I feel really fucking lucky that I still get to move. I still get to rehearse. I still get to practice. So like, I'm just using this time to like work on my costumes and rehearse. And also I started making masks. And oh, wow. Yeah. So that's been like a like a whole fucking production in and of itself. Um, and I'm actually making these masks, like really hesitant about asking money for masks because they're an essential. It's like, why, like, mm -hmm. I don't feel right about that. But the thing is that I'm, raise, I'm raising money for Stella, which is a organization in Montreal here um, that is by and for sex workers. And their mandate is to improve working conditions and to you know, fight for sex workers' rights. Um, and safety 
and safety. They have a whole program around that. I know Stella very well. What a fantastic program. To all the workers out there at Stella or elsewhere working and, you know, just fucking getting through this and helping others get through this, we do salute you. Mm, exactly. I, mean, you, I mean, you work for Dollar Roo, so you know, you know very well. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, and in the past, I've actually like, I've done a number of fundraiser shows for Stella. So, and actually one of my teachers from Concordia uh, is like a primary worker at Stella. So I've, I've been working mm. with this organization for a number of years now. And um, it's, I mean, now is such an important time to be raising money for sex workers because um many cannot get any kind of funding whatsoever Um, absolutely and 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 the street workers like it's not that like oh they're greedy why do they need to be working right now it's like no like if you need fucking money you're going to keep working and it's just really it's even more dangerous now because they're they're risking everything to Mm -hmm. be able to live um so So yeah, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna make masks and I'm gonna give that money to Stella because they know what to do, they know how to help, so. And because you're awesome, thank you for that. No, like I don't, <laughs> I didn't wanna, I didn't want any kind of praise or whatever, like I'm actually turning mm-hmm. right now. Um, <laughs> you are actually, I see that. <laughs> that didn't take much. <laughs> um, yeah, that happens. Um, but no, I just, I'm just fucking doing my part. That's all that it is. Yeah. Well, see, that's a great attitude to have because like, it, it is true. Like anybody that works in the community, sometimes like it's great, all the donations and stuff and people working, but you can tell the people that want to, you know, a photo shoot or not, you know what I mean? And, and the difference, I mean, I think they're even more than just the goodwill of it. I, I think there's a, a, a communal responsibility for these types of things. And I, I, I tend to think that's where you're coming from more. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. And also like, to, you know, just speaking to what you just said, like a lot of people, um, they want to help, but they want to know that they helped, right? They, mm-hmm. they, they kind of want that, um, that sense of like, I, oh, I did something good, you know, but it's like, fuck, like that's, yeah, that's nice and everything. But like, I actually genuinely care about sex workers rights because sex work is work. And, Absolutely. Um, and for any marginalized group that exists, like I, I, mm-hmm. I do my best to try to act as an ally and that's it. It's wonderful. Are you okay? Is your family okay? Your friends, everybody's doing all right? We're doing groovy. All right. <laughs> Listen, I just wanted to do a little quick check-in with all our past guests, like I was saying at the start there. And you look like you're doing fine. I can't wait to see a face-to-face one of these days. And we'll get there. We'll yeah. get through this. All right? You stay strong. If ever you need anything, don't be shy at all. Reach out anytime, all right? Thank you so much. And you take care. Much love to you and your family, eh? Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. You stay cool, girl. Bye. Bye. There you are. How you doing, brother? Good, man. How are you? You got your friend with you. All the time. How you doing there, Humbert? He's good. He just got in. (laughs) Yeah, he was out roaming the town? Yeah, he's at the store. (laughs) Does he just walk there on his own? Yeah, yeah. He goes to the store all the time. (laughs) I have a feeling this cat gets around the whole neighborhood. No, he really just goes like to the corner store and uh, just up the street. Yeah. Is that is that because people give him treats there or something? Um, they do feed him at the store. Yeah, they have a little food dish for him and they give him treats. But uh, <laughs> like I, I, when I first got him, I used to take him out on a leash, right? So I brought him to the store, and he loves it there because they have so much beer. It's like practically, 
<laughs> SAQ, so there's like all these stacks of beer cases everywhere, so you can climb on them and like you know, cats high up, you know. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. So listen, might- um, I- I'm doing this thing where uh, I'm checking in on past guests and. Uh, I kind of feel like, you know, this thing's been dragging on now for over a month. And I think it's time people kind of just check in with their people. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, sometimes you hear more of one person than another, but it's always people you don't really hear from. I just thought it's important to check in with everybody and see how they're doing, how they're living through all this. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty much all I do now is check in on people. That's like my full-time job. <laughs> That's great. But how, how are you doing with this? I mean, it's been what, five weeks now? Or six like weeks? That, yeah, five or six weeks. Uh, pretty good. Like, I'm a homebody anyways. I work from home. I do everything from home. So that part of my life wasn't really impacted at all. But uh, I'm also very social in my, my places. Like, kind of like a lot of people usually are hanging out here and stop by and we record here and stuff. But I haven't had anyone in my house in like five weeks, you know? So that's, right. that's been kind of weird. That's like. Uh, absolutely. I, I totally get that. Like I, I grew up in a house, a big house where we're about sometimes eight or nine people living in it. Right. So I'm used to having action around and uh, I, I totally find it's weird being in a house alone. I, yes, it can be fun and everything and I do enjoy it, but there's every once in a while I get those eerie moments where it's like, you know, this, it, it's a big house, especially like I'm thinking like a country house, you know, like a really huge place ever being in a really huge place. It's kind of a weird feeling. Yeah, for sure. Well, my place is not huge by any means. I have a tiny place. So it's still pretty cozy. And I have a roommate, so I'm not totally isolated, you know? Yeah, man. Um, and I still meet people like, you know, I got a few friends every morning. We get up. If it's nice, we go for a walk for a couple hours before the streets are like, before anyone's on the streets, you know? And, nice. Uh, I always like, I always have a pot of coffee on. It's, you know, what time is it? 830. I've got a full pot of coffee on in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh pots. Uh, so, uh, so people are always coming. We just go stand out on Sherbrooke Street by the florist and have coffee and watch the people and stuff. That sounds it's perfect. It's still good, you know, especially now with the weather getting nicer. You know, it's a lot more bearable. You know. I have for sure. I'd like today. I, I, I'm still working. I'm working kind of like half time type thing, but. I went to work. There are so many people out there today. You could tell, like, you know, I've been been craving a, a sunny day here. Yeah, yeah, really. And the next couple of days, well, not Thursday, Friday, but Saturday, Sunday should be like a real test of people's, uh, people's <laughs> social distancing skills because I think it's going to be that weekend where like it's the first weekend where people are like showing off some skin and <laughs> stuff. Everyone's going to have the spring fever and want to check everyone else out. You know that. Well, that's that it. That magical first spring weekend in Montreal. <laughs> well, that's it. Hey, Montreal, man, when she, she she starts shaking and she's waking up, everybody feels it. Everybody wants to get out there. It's like the, the weirdest thing this year, I find, it's like, you know, the first nice day and everybody goes to the terrace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's going to be weird. I, I look forward to that first terrace of the year. I really do. Like, every year, that's like a big moment for me, you know? For sure, yeah. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be kind of funny. But uh, how have you been keeping yourself busy? Uh, mostly music, like I said, and just like uh, keeping in touch with people, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I haven't been recording as much as I usually do, although I'm still doing pretty good. Like, I started a record. Uh, I'm four songs into a record that I started, like, post-pandemic. 
that I've got four songs finished already. So that's not bad, but for me, it's kind of slow. Like normally, I do a record in like two weeks. You know, like, <laughs> that's but great. Yeah. As long as the wheels are still rolling, you know. Yeah, I'm writing like I've got a backlog of lyrics. I've got so many lyrics for songs, but I just I don't know. I think I have to be in kind of a a kind of calm and zen state of mind to really do the recordings. Mm -hmm. And for the last six weeks, there's just been this like undercurrent of tension with everything, you know? Yeah. This sort of like low level anxiety that permeates all of our duties and everything we do. We're, like, I totally know what you mean. Like, hey, you know, like, yeah, for sure. Like I, I started off, I was doing really well. I was working out a bunch, but then slowly like, I got into this little dip. I started losing motivation, you know? I think that's yeah. one of the big reasons I'm craving some warm weather right now, too. Well, I didn't make the mistake of thinking I was going to start exercising. That's one thing <laughs> I didn't do. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to fucking force myself into awkward situations and say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the first step is saying that you're going to do something. The second step is following through with it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man. Well, listen, I just wanted to check in on you, and uh, I'm going to be checking. NDG. All, all is good in NDG with you in it, my man, with yeah. you in it. Well, listen, if ever you need anything, you feel free to reach out anytime, man. I just want to touch base with you. You stay cool, all right? Yeah, same thing. You too. All right, peace, brother. Love you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Danny Rebel, how are you doing, brother? <laughs> doing good, man. Keeping sane. Keeping sane. Well, that's what this is all about, really, right? <laughs> How are you yeah. managing to keep sane? Um, a, uh, I have my art I, that, that keeps me, you know, keeps me minded. I think mm -hmm. there's that. Um, there's music. I still, you know, write here and there. But yeah, I, well, still, I mean, I miss jamming. I miss jamming with my band, man. Uh, I'm sure. I did this thing the other day where I played solo acoustic. I don't do that very often, right? It was funny. I think I was more nervous doing that than I was a big show with the full band and everything, you know? Yeah, it's pretty nerve-wracking because, like, there's no... there's uh, Once you're done a song, it's just silence, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, ooh, it's a break. <laughs> You've done a few of those now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's as close as I can get to playing a show. And it, it, it does feel somewhat good, you know, like you're, you're, I'm still um, uh, releasing what's inside of me, my soul, you know, spreading it out there and people are watching, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I saw two of your performances, absolutely fantastic, man. And good vibe, I was at in the living room with me and we we're just, you know, hanging out. She was painting and the music was going on and it felt great, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah, like I said, it's a little bit awkward. But uh, <laughs> the people, the people who, who message you afterwards are what makes it that makes me more comfortable. And the people obviously who who um, who comment and this and that share it, share the vibes. For sure, for sure. I, I take it the gallery is closed during this time, right? Yeah, unfortunately, I was thinking of like staying open just to like online stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. But uh, like I went there the other week and it, they closed down the whole building. No, nothing is closed, uh, open up there. Oh, really? There's, you can't even get into work then? I, I can, but it's, okay. like, it's not worth it because the, 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 the front door is, is closed. So I don't see the point in opening, you know, like I, I still, where I work is basically where I am. So I'm, I'm lucky yeah. enough to do that.
So. Absolutely. That, that's why I think it's uh, cool. You know, I was talking to a whole bunch of people that, you know, whether they're musicians or artists, I think, you know, musicians and artists might actually be the most well-prepared for this uh, moment in time right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, everyone's like, oh, what am I going to do? This is that, you know, I've been planning this. I've been doing this for like two years, three years. I mean, with my art, but like <laughs> musically, it's been longer, but yeah, this is how we, this is how we live. <laughs> <laughs> Well, pretty much, right? I love the glasses, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Are, are those new? No, no, I just, uh, they were yellow before. And I, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was painting one night, and I accidentally dropped them on my palette, which had green paint on it. And I tried to smudge, tried to take it out, and it like kind of smudged on it. And I was like, oh, shit. So I'm like, hey, wait a minute. It kind of looks kind of looks cool so yeah man <laughs> that's great we finally got accident. the story about the glasses <laughs> yeah. everybody wanted to know about the glasses bro <laughs> i there love it yeah. yeah man but uh, you and the whole family everybody's all right yeah um as you can see right here um hold on oh i made a fort for my daughter <laughs> the living room. <laughs> That's some good daddy work right there, guys. Yeah. No, but like <laughs> she's she's been like, uh, okay, we better take it down because it kind of looks messy in the living room. But she's like, I want to sleep in there all night. I'm like, I mean, fine. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, I would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, she's, she's That's cool. It. I heard you, you did one show with uh, Kaya was helping you out on the show. I thought. Yes, on on one um, there's one. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Ran away. There we are. Okay, um, we did like a little uh, thing that my my sister gathered up called jamming with your jammies, jamming mm -hmm. jamming in your jammies, <laughs> and it's all. Sometimes it's bands. Sometimes it's with uh, um, uh, people in bands who have kids, and they just you know uh, put together a show for uh, uh, for the kids. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> Slight intermission there. You got some daddy work going on. Um, I don't know, my love. I, I'm I'm in an interview right now, so I'll 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 help you later. Okay. Hi, Kaya. Say hi. <laughs> hi, Kaya. <laughs> love that kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see your face, man. Yeah, yeah, she's she's definitely growing. And, yeah, man, uh, she can't stop, right? But <laughs> well, that's it. Have yeah. you been in touch with a lot of people since this has uh, started? Like, are you are um, you like staying social? Um, I've been yeah, I've been social distancing. Like, I was um, I've been seeing people mm -hmm. around my neighborhood, um, and I've been walking more because of the dog. Right, right. That's right. You good? You guys just got a new little puppy. Yeah, yeah. I've been sharing. A, 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 we called her um, Sunny, and uh, awesome. I share her. I share her with uh, Kaya's mom. You know, sometimes uh, she mm -hmm. goes with, with her. Sometimes she goes with me. And right now, she's just having trouble trying to cope with the. Well, my cat is actually my cat is trying to, to uh, take cover. You know, she's trying to. Those are just some serious family dynamics, right? Once you get the cats and the dogs, and yeah. everything's happening, and they they gotta work their shit out, right? <laughs> I was not expecting this to happen. I mean, like I should have, 
but like I, I didn't know it was gonna be this bad. Like the cat mm-hmm. is not liking the dog right now. <laughs> like, so this is my house, motherfucker. Well, that's it. In our house, like, even though the dog's like 10 times bigger than the cat, I mean, it's yeah. still the cat's yeah. the boss, you know? But I mean, they, they have to work it out between themselves, you know, make their own hierarchy. It's how it exactly. always works that's, out. Exactly. You know? That's what everyone's saying. And uh, I, I posted the thing on Facebook and asking for tips and everyone has been really supportive with that. And, you know, that's what the cool thing about uh, Facebook is that you could, when you're not sure about some things, you could just ask away. Well, it's funny, you know, I was just talking to Christina actually over supper tonight, and uh, we're talking about how living this moment right now in this time is kind of interesting because if it was like 15, 20 years ago and any time before that, I mean, people would not be in touch, um, mm-hmm. you know, would it, wouldn't be have all these different ways to learn or work on new yeah, projects. Yeah, you have to you figure know? it out your, on your own, right? Well, that's it. I mean, like yeah. these days, you know, the whole thing about learning and teaching right now, too. I mean, is it important to memorize something or just know how to look stuff up? Like how to, you know, that didn't exact, exist before. And now you can how to everything. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, a lot of people just figure it out, like on the spot. You know, yeah, people, <laughs> people, people ask me about like, how, how do you so good with Kaya? How do you become such a good dad and this and that? But you, you, when you, when she came into this world, man, like you just sort of figure things out on your own, you know, uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, Danny, I just wanted to check in with you, make sure you're doing all right. Because like, you know, most people, everybody sees people's posts and stuff on social media, but nobody's actually, you know, seen a lot of people face to face. And I'm taking this mesh and uh, check in on all my buds. So That's... you look well and time, <laughs> if you need to reach out, you just do so, man. Yeah, it's ups and downs. Ups and well, downs. That's and waves. Soon enough, but... we'll be uh, chilling, making music again, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Wait. I really can't wait. I hope, yeah, I hope soon. Yes. Well, listen, thanks. Great to see you. Send the love to the whole family and uh, stay well. All right. We'll talk to you. You too. Thank you. Peace out. Man, it's good to see everybody. Um, It's good to see people's faces. You know, it really kind of is. And uh, yeah, so thanks for hanging around to the end of the show. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And uh, if you want to uh, help the show financially so you can uh, get some new gear and equipment and all that kind of thing, you can... uh, Follow the Be A Producer program. Uh, the PayPal link is in the description. And I hope you're all well. Reach out anytime. All right, guys. Stay cool. Boom. Oh, came in no, no shit. <laughs>